Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. Am I wrong? You're not wrong, Walter. You're just an a Am I wrong? Am I the asshat? I also felt like I was going to sneeze, but okay, here we go. <laughs> Um, ladies choice. Are you ready? Uh, do you want, I'm going to give you the titles. Okay. Do you want period problems or the body shaming colleague? Which one do you want first? God. I mean, let's get the body shaming colleague out of the way. Okay. Here we go. Mm. I have a female coworker who repeatedly calls me out regarding my weight I'm female, 5'9", 115, and very thin. She is overweight. All the time, she makes comments about my weight. She doesn't call me by my name. She calls me slim. And I even heard her say one time, go ask toothpick. And she has said stuff like, you need some meat on your bones, and you need to eat. I've only worked there eight days. I've asked her very nicely to stop. Yesterday, I asked her to stop calling me slim again, and she basically said, it's her mouth, and she can say what she wants with her mouth. Mm-hmm. Today, when she said, morning, Slim, I replied, morning, Chunky. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and she got And she got upset and actually started crying. Oh. Everybody here at work, there's only six of us, is saying I'm wrong and I should apologize because being called fat is different than being called skinny because being skinny is a, quote, compliment. I said, as long as she calls me slim, I will call her chunky. And now I'm the bad person. Am I the asshat if I don't apologize? The owner manager has completely ignored the situation, saying it's a, quote, high school issue. We don't have HR. There's only six of us working here. We're all regular employees. I went to the owner before I called her chunky and asked him to talk to her and step in uh, because she was her. I felt she was harassing me. That's when he said we can handle it ourselves. And that's why I called her chunky. I told her to stop calling me slim and I didn't like it. And she continued. She didn't stop doing it after I asked multiple times and I didn't know what else to do. Am I the ass hat? Six, five, one, six, four, one, one, oh, seven, one. Lisa? I mean, I, <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, if someone calls you a name that you don't enjoy, right? It's like for years I had a boss that called me kiddo. I oh. mean, I was the lead salesperson. I was a VP. Oh, I God, like, Lisa. and I had this guy that constantly called me kiddo, and I'm like, 
I am not 16. I'm not 12. I'm not whatever. And so I actually had to ask him a couple times to not call me that. But if someone calls you out on that and says, I don't appreciate that, you should honor that. Um, but I, I mean, uh, it is it is hard, though, because she's right. Like, oh, being slim, that's a compliment. But if you're chunky, then that's a that's bad. Right. I mean, well, and I've learned I learned Lex and I learned many years ago. Um, we don't do fat jokes because, mm-hmm. you know, we've a it's wrong and B you know, Lex and, and, and Holly and I have been very open about lifelong struggles with weight. But then we learned we got a, I think it was a call or a couple emails and a very dispassionate uh, criticism and kind of an education to the two of us. This was early on in our show about how skinny shaming is mm-hmm. just as damaging. Yeah. Just as because da- there are people that physically just cannot put on yeah. weight and they're embarrassed by it and they don't like it as much as people don't like feeling pudgy or whatever mm-hmm. the word of the day is. So I have learned you don't you just don't comment yep. on people's weight. Period. Holly, before we go to the phone lines, and I figured this one would elicit a lot. What do you? How do you feel? Oh yeah, she's not the ass hat. Not only is her coworker the ass hat who called her slim, but also the manager is the ass hat for not yes. taking care of this. So they're both the ass hat. And to your point, Jason, yeah, don't just rule. Don't comment. On people's bodies. You don't, mm-hmm. you have no idea what anyone might be going through at any given point in time. You just, yep. you just don't. And quite frankly, it's none of your business. Yep. yep absolutely. Mm-hmm. Let's start. Uh, Holly, where should we start We're today? Let's start we're... with Patrice. Hi, Patrice. Welcome to the show. How do you feel about this? Oh, my goodness. From someone that has a hard time gaining weight. All my life, uh, I have a high metabolism or I just don't keep weight. It is very difficult to gain weight sometimes. And it is just as hard as to gain weight as to lose weight. It's, that is, I mean, damaging words goes both mm-hmm. ways. And it's, uh, it's very damaging. It's, uh, it's hurt me in the past. Um, I can't help it that I, that I'm thin, even in my older age. The only time that I could gain weight is when I was pregnant yeah. and, and I would lose it. And I mean, literally, if I would, as soon as I would go home from the hospital, that weight was gone. I was all baby and coming home with the baby, I was getting names. My God, what happened to you? Where did you go? Where, I mean, all kinds of names. Yeah, it's, it's hurtful. It's very it's hurt. hurtful. Damaging and, uh, is the word. And I'm glad you pointed it out, because like I said at the beginning, Lex and I got an education from someone as sweet as you. That was like it, it hurts just as much. It was a great, great moment of education for me. So, Patrice, thank you for sharing your story. Yeah. Who's next? Let's go to Amy. Hi, Amy. Welcome to the show. How do you feel? I am. I was dialing the number before you even finished. I was shaking. My daughter has a hard time with weight, keeping weight on. She in high or in junior high was looking up how to gain weight pills, finding pills so she could gain weight. Oh. It is terrible to comment on any, either way. Yeah. But she's not an asshat at all. And I would tell her, yep, 
she's fat. Yep, you're fat then. If you're going to do this to me and you're not going to stop, you know, but it's still going to damage her. Absolutely. Damaging, you know? that's And I have word. a son who's 6'5", who is, he weighs like 135 pounds. He's so skinny. And people say stuff, and they're, da- they're mentally, they're mentally yeah. damaged for the rest of their life over it. And I also hate the, I, not hate, I also, I, I want to just slap them on the forehead. The people that, um, and look, I do believe we as people sometimes are way too sensitive about a myriad of issues, but I will tell you, I don't like when people are dismissive. Of, that's why I keep repeating the word damaging, because I hate when people are dismissive of what these words can do for you if you are a person that struggles with body image. You know what I mean, Amy? It's it's not... Right. It's not a small thing. Yes, there are there are uh, categories where people are too sensitive nowadays and they get offended by everything. This is not one of them. It is not. Well, and it's she asked to stop. She said, yes. please don't do that. That bothers me. And she still wouldn't stop. Yep, exactly. Thank you, Amy. Let's give Jill the last word. Hi, Jill. Welcome to the show. How do you feel? Hi. Can you guys hear me? Absolutely. Okay, I'm gonna. I don't want to repeat everything that everybody else said, but she told her to stop calling her that. She went to her boss. It didn't speak. Should she have called her that? Eh. But at the same point, the things you can say to people about their appearances that color really makes your eyes pop. I love how your hair looks. You look really. I love that outfit. So let's just stay away from categories of skinny or fat or. And I'm going to say this about pregnant women. If you're pregnant, please don't tell a pregnant woman how huge she is. Nobody wants to know. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm all right. Don't say what do you do <laughs> yeah. to somebody who Oof. might not be pregnant. Woo-hoo. No. Oh, yeah. Unless there's a baby actually coming out at that moment, you <laughs> shut your mouth. <laughs> Jill, that's fantastic. Jill, unless that baby is crowning, <laughs> do not ask. Yes, yeah, thank no, you, Jill. No. Thank you. Oh. Yeah, I mean, this one's ironic just because if you follow me on social media, you saw what, what happened on Friday with my buddy Kendall and Holly and I talked about it. I talked about it on here. And just women in general, it's not limited to to Kendall. but uh, and, and guys get it too, believe me. Um, and when we get it more uh, than we have in past years. We don't get it more than women. Uh, my female colleagues, again, the guy that thinks I look like a large potato, but um, and dresses up potatoes to look like me, which I got to tell you, cracks me up that he wastes that much of his energy on someone that he allegedly hates. But anyway, I digress. But the 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 comments that my female colleagues endure being front facing, public facing, is just shameful. Shameful. Yep. Um, and disgusting. Mm-hmm. And there are times where, if I'm being very honest, I literally, I would never, I, you know, I wouldn't go on the air and say this, but, well, I am. But, I mean, I, I, I guess I am. <laughs> but I, I do, if I'm being very honest, I want to say to them sometimes, you know what, I want to come to your, I'm going to come to your bank mm-hmm. <laughs> and judge your outfit, yeah. Linda. You know what I mean? I do want to say that sometimes. I want, yeah. how, let me look how you're dressing today. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a little tight, Linda. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because that's usually the comment of like, uh, well, that outfit's a little tight, a little tight on Too her. Revealing. Too revealing. Oh, she looks like she's gained weight. Yeah. Just don't stay away from yeah. all of those things. Because as Holly so uh-huh. smartly said, and Holly is so smart, um, you have no idea what's happening mm-hmm. with that person. No. You really, really do not. Mm-hmm. And anyway, uh, great conversation. I knew that one would get one. I'll save a uh, period for Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but right now, Holly D. Roberts has a full-size dirt alert when we return. This 
is a My Talk Dirt Alert. She has dirt, and she's going to put it into an alert. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Alexis taking some time off. Holly Roberts is here. Lisa LaCourcier is filling in. And Holly has the full-size, full Snicker bar-size dirt alert. Hello, Holly. Hello, Jason and Lisa. You know, the big headline today out of Hollywood was the SAG Awards last night, which, by the way, if you missed it, don't worry about it because it was streaming on Netflix's YouTube page. So weird. So weird. I think that Netflix is going to be live streaming the SAG Awards next year, but that streaming service, they're rearranging their kitchen so they can give you live TV in the next year. I know. So anticipate that next year. But if you watched it on the uh, Netflix YouTube page, you will have known everything everywhere all at once. One best ensemble prize at the 29th Screen Actors Guild Awards last night. It broke records, becoming the biggest film winner in the history of the show. I that's not shocking, but wow. I mean, mm-hmm. that's something to celebrate. I mean, ever, ever, ever in the history of the show. Yeah, and it's been around Bravo. for what? Nine years. Bravo. Yeah. Uh, You know, other winners last night at the SAG Awards. We've got Sam Elliott. He won for his performance in 1883. Really? Yeah, he did. Uh, It wasn't for best mustache ride. I was just going to say, was his mustache nominated for anything? Uh, His mustache did thank, uh, give a couple shout outs on stage. Oh, no. uh, Jessica Chastain won for her performance in George and Tammy. We also have Jeremy Allen White winning for his performance in The Bear. Now, uh, Jason Lisa, did you guys watch that show? I watched a couple episodes. Nope. You haven't watched at least. Mm-hmm. You might like it. Yeah. I did. Holly, have you watched The Bear? Uh, I did watch an episode of The Bear. It was very, very stressful. Um. Yes. Oh. Yeah. It is. Mm-hmm. He is. And he is ruggedly. There's something ruggedly handsome about him. I don't know what it is. What? Cha- what is that on? How do you watch it? Hulu. Hulu. I think. Okay. Isn't it Hulu, Holly? Yeah. It's on FX. And then it goes on Hulu the next yeah. day. All right. uh, People love that show. Uh-huh. Uh, the big winners on TV, Abbott Elementary, winning outstanding performance by an ensemble in a comedy series. And outstanding, uh, outstanding performance uh, by an ensemble in a drama series went to The White Lotus season uh, two. Deserved, deservedly love, so. Love, love that show. That's oh! just chock full of talent right there. Their acting skills, they're, they're fantastic. Oh. Yes. I, I, now that it's over and time is kind of... Season two, I liked better than season one, and that rarely happens. Mm-hmm. Way to go, Mike. Mm. Yes, Mike White. <laughs> Knocking it out of the park. Let's talk about Pink. She is frustrated over <sighs> the ongoing narrative that is surrounding her feud with Christina Aguilera. What? Why? This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news... Leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Well, she went to Instagram over the weekend and she said that she was saddened and disappointed by recent headlines focusing on her relationship with Christina Aguilera instead of her ninth studio album, Trust Fall. So she's annoyed at us for focusing on the gossip. Didn't she do an interview? She didn't. Yeah, it spurred from a Howard Stern interview. Yeah. Yeah, um, well, yeah she's annoyed that we're not paying attention to her album, but that cool. we're paying attention to this piece of that interview. Walk, chew gum. I love you, Pink. I get it. But we're talking about the album because of that interview. And it's a juicy little bit. We can concentrate on two things at once. I don't know. And what do you think? Come on, Pink, are you surprised? I mean, what did you think? I mean, it's a good headline. And I also the Madonna headline. You made news. Sorry. It's interesting. People, you know. Now, look, I do not, as much as it is juicy and it was interesting, I, I get I do not like how every uh, how media sometimes focuses a lot on pitting females against each other, mm-hmm. pitting women against each other. I do not enjoy that because it doesn't happen with with the same amount of regularity with two men, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so that is frustrating. But I'm sorry, it was interesting because we could all read the room, girl. We all knew you didn't like each other, and and kitchy kitchy eye eye. Twenty years ago, though, it's like, too, oh, yeah. come on, yeah. yeah, you know, and and uh, Jason Pink brings up the point that you just mentioned. She wrote on Instagram, but we don't talk about the positive things that I've said oh, yeah. about women. And she said, I wonder when the last time Bradley Cooper or Robert De Niro was yep. asked in an interview after interview about my argument that they've ever had. She's like, how about Christian Bale? We stick to the art with them, don't we? Yeah. Although, please, right. please listen to Christian Bale's meltdown on the set of Terminator Salvation, the remix. It's kind yes. of fun. <laughs> it's it is fun. What were you going to say, Lisa? Oh no, I just I agree. It that it, it they they drum up. They love to pit women against each other. But yeah, for men, they are artists and they're and it's all good. Yep. But for women, we're catty and awful. Dynasty S. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And by the way, just giving you a reminder that Moulin Rouge. Came out 22 years ago this summer. Okay. I could could have gone the entire week without knowing that. I still have, I still have uh, all of my press stuff from that movie. I have collectibles from that movie. Mm -hmm. I love it. Oh, much. Oh, love it. Well, speaking of collectibles, Rachel Brosnahan, apparently she wants to take all the jackets that her character wore in the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. And she brought a U-Haul truck to go and grab them. She gets to keep them? Well, she wants to keep them. Oh. She's like, you know what? I haven't formally stolen them yet, but they're waiting for her when she's ready. Hmm. I mean, um, I, she should probably check uh, with the company. <laughs> right? I don't know if you can take that stuff home. But, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know. I want to say, Rachel Brosnahan, I don't think you probably have a clause in your contract like Sarah Jessica Parker did for Sex in the City. Because yeah. Sarah Jessica Parker has a whole archive. Yep. Climate controlled for Carrie Bradshaw's outfits. Yep. It's amazing, and I'm jealous. And when they bulldoze that studio that Holly's sitting in there, Holly gets to take home everything, right, Holly? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get to you take. Are so lucky. I get mm-hmm. to take home a shark head, a wig, and a stapler. That's right. <laughs> and an, an intern from uh, 20 years ago. It's still <laughs> still down there in the cabinet somewhere. That's right. Uh, when we come back, Stephanie March will join us to talk about Restaurant Week and more. Stay with us. 
Nutrisource, a family like no other. Hi, it's Jace for Nutrisource, the official dog food of our boys, Dexter and Mr. Big. I'm really glad now that our boys are getting older that they've had a foundation of great health. Not good, great health because of Nutrisource. The best ingredients, uh, limited ingredients. And I've also varied their diets through the years uh, using uh, a variety of Nutrisource brands like Pure Vita, which literally does mean limited ingredients. And then the Element Series and that beautiful black bag. The Element Series recipes are designed to return your dog to a primal diet. Primal girl with like cavemen and cave dogs were eating. And then if you have a picky eater, kombucha is a bone broth food topper you pour of your dog's food. Trust me, it changed our dog's eating uh, when we started kombucha. So find a retailer near you at NutrisourcePetFoods.com. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. I'm Jace. Lexis off this week. She'll be back, well, midweek. She'll be back on uh, Thursday. Lisa LaCourcier filling in for Alexis. Uh, Holly Roberts, no one can fill in for her. Mm-mm. No, girl. Well, last week was restaurant week. You know, legendary restaurant week from Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine. It's been around for years. I, I believe Colonial people uh-huh. had restaurant week from MSP Mag. Mm-hmm. Uh, but last week, this is something the colonial people didn't have to deal with. Um, a huge, a big ass storm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that basically knocked uh, restaurant week out. So what's uh, I wondered this? What what hap- What's happening? Uh, there's one person to turn to, and that is the legendary, legendary food, food, Obi Wan Kenobi, Stephanie March from <laughs> Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine. Hello, Steph. Well, hello. Thank you so much for that amazing introduction. <laughs> well, I mean, again, I wanted to point out that colonial people were enjoying uh, Restaurant Week way back when. The pilgrims on their way here on the Mayflower did have Restaurant Week on the Mayflower. Mm, yes. Nice wine flight. It's exactly. Uh, let's let's start for the 7, 12, 20 people in the audience that doesn't quite know. They've heard about it, but they don't quite know what it is. Can you explain the concept of Restaurant Week, Smarch? Yeah, you know, it's really an awesome, um, it's a thing that we've been doing, I swear to God, I, I don't know the exact number, but I think it really is like close to 20 years now. Um, and we, it basically is a, a, is a way for, you know, restaurants to kind of get together and we kind of pull around, you know, somewhere around 50 restaurants from around the Twin Cities, different locations in the metro, different kinds of restaurants, you know, so different offerings of food. And then we kind of put together this deal package so that, it's sort of a way for restaurants during a slow period because, you know, February is not exciting for restaurants necessarily no. um, during a slow time. and But yet also for diners because people are kind of in a rut in the middle of February and you're sort of feeling like, I'm not holiday. I'm not spring break. I'm sort of stuck in the middle. So this really offers an opportunity for diners to get out and try new restaurants maybe they haven't gone to before. Um, sample the wares while also getting a deal because we're talking lunches and dinners two and three course meals for anywhere from like, my God, $10 to $45, which these days, you know, there's like a pasta dish that's $45. So to imagine getting a three course meal for that is a pretty good deal. Yeah. And it really is. We're talking to Stephanie March. If you just tuned in and it's just fun. And if, if you've ever wanted to explore or try a new place, restaurant week is the place to do it. Now, obviously last week was, um, 
how do we say this stuff, problematic. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a whole bucket of uh, of just really concern. And it was really trying to understand because, you know, there's obviously the fear of like, oh, my God, what's going to happen? And should we go out? Should we not go out? But then the restaurants are like, do we staff? Do we not staff? Will people come out? Will they not come out? I mean, there was just, I mean, the question marks were flying all over the place. And it just sort of felt like it wasn't going to, you know, after we've invested all this time and energy into talking about going out this week, people were canceling reservations. But then restaurants were also saying, I don't even know if I want my staff to come in. You know, like, we don't want to make things unsafe for people. So, we kind of all got together and we put a little, uh, we put a survey out there and they said, hey, we just kind of said, hey, you guys, what do you think? Let's extend it through March 1st, you know, give people some extra time to back out, you know, come back into the restaurant after this week of hunkering down. And, you know, the majority of the places were like on board for it. So that was like such a gift. So that's so we, so they have, it has now been extended officially through the first, right, Steph? Yeah. Yep. And not every single restaurant was able to extend, you know, some places had, you know, other things going on past the, uh, the end date, which was supposed to be, I think the 26th. So there, but the majority the I think it was only six that couldn't do it. So, you know, everybody from like Broder's Cucina, you know, to Birches on the Lake, you know, out in the Long Lake to the Brooklyn and Bolvinos in St. Paul, all of these guys, everybody extended at least through March 1st with their special menus. We're talking to Stephanie March from Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine. Holly, yes. any questions for our smart friend? And uh, Stephanie, all this information is over on MSPMag.com, correct? So folks can be like, okay, this place is open, this place is not, and uh, they can get all their information there, right? Yeah, there's a super, every restaurant, so we have a restaurant tag on MSPMag.com. And then next to each restaurant's name is is the date, like maybe cast and crew, was only February 20th through the 26th, so that's next to their name. Um, Copper Hen was only the tw- through the 26th, but Camp Yellow, February 20th through March 1st. Uh, you know, the Bungalow Club, February 20th through March 1st. And here's the bonus. You can totally, and this is the fun part of Restaurant Week, in my mind, is you can sit and sort of peruse the menus because you can kind of see and plan your dinners and see if, you know, yeah, if I'm going to go to the Bungalow Club, you know, I'm going to go get some of that uh, tortellini and brodo you know, with charred leeks and vegetable broth. And then I'm going to stack up with a little bit of prawns with potatoes and sesame on there, maybe a risotto. And you can kind of, like, figure out is it, which way you're going to go, and maybe you can kind of, like, plot a little bit about what you're going to eat. Every year, I don't mean to put you on the spot, but, you know, we're at the top of the year. We're in February, almost March. And there's always, not always, but some years have a trend, uh, a food trend, something that you are seeing a lot of, like the chicken sandwich one year. And what what are you, uh, whether it's a concept, whether uh, the same idea you're seeing with different restaurant tours, what is thematically something you're seeing for 2023? Um, you know, I would say that there is, uh, and, and I think that February is an interesting time for Restaurant Week because, you know, we also do two more. We do one in the summer in July. And then we do it in the fall and in October. And those both are obviously much easier to, in a way, because in July you have summer produce, right? And in the fall you have the harvest. And so you have all these sort of like thematic, you know, you tend to find a lot of like summery dishes, you know, good hot lemon and all that kind of stuff. And then in the fall it's a lot of, you know, pumpkin and squashy and braised meat. So February is this outlier, right? It's a little bit of like, what are we going to do? What do we have? And how do you entice people? And I'm going to tell you that what I love is I love seeing the level of spice 
that everybody likes to pretend that Minnesota is so bland. But I'm going to tell you that February is sort of my favorite time to see the sneaky little bits of, like, fermented chili paste and little bumps of even horseradish in places. And and I think it's because we are, you know, sort of stuck in our in our ruts and we're looking for brightness. We're looking for things that can't come from the produce and the ingredients themselves. Um, and so we find it in our chefs have really sort of uh, found a place to get the the flavor from these little like, you know, from not just like sweet, like soy, but like maybe a sweet soy. And, you know, finding these rosemary crumbles on things and doing, you know, added chili powder, creme fraiche to these kind of things. So I feel like there's a little bit more creativity, weirdly, in February that you're not that they rely heavily more on the produce to be the sexy stars the other the other time. So it's kind of fun. Wow, spices in, girl. Oh, I'll yeah. take that all day. I, I know. Spices in. I mean, you know, she was a good spice girl after her. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> well, well, I appreciate it because I, I wanted to get the word out because, again, as Smarch said, if you love local restaurants, if you love restaurants in general, always keep in mind that February, these months are rough for the restaurant. Yeah. So if you want to go support them, this is the time. Even if you just do – Steph, I remember you saying this during the pandemic – even if it's once a week, just get takeout once a week. And if a lot of people did that, you would really be helping these restaurants survive. Oh, it's, the impact is huge. And if you consider, too, that workers and restaurants tend to be like they make their money in their shift. It's not like they're salaried. So if the storm shut down restaurants for two to three days last week, that means that those restaurant workers didn't get money those two to three days last week. So, yeah. You know what I mean? Like they didn't, maybe they're worried about rent um, this week. So it would be nice if you go out to maybe tip a little heavier and just sort of show that, you know, like if you were a salaried person who your pay did not be affected by the storm, it would be nice to kind of, you know, pay it forward. That's right. Mm-hmm. We appreciate it. Thank you, Steph. Thanks, gang. Have a great day. Bye, Bye Steph. sweetie. Stephanie March, everybody from Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine. Restaurant week extended uh, most of the restaurants, not all of them, as Stephanie said, through March 1st. That's nice. Mm-hmm. We've gone to, we've gotten oh. some good deals yes, at restaurant we week. Yep. yep. But just remember, I think you'd mentioned Red Cow, Red Rabbit are closed on Monday. So go to that webpage and make sure that the restaurant that you're yes. interested in is open because we've all done it. We've showed up at a restaurant and then they're closed. You're like, dang it. Yep. Now what? So. And Alexis has never done that. Anyway, <laughs> uh, we're going to take a break uh, as the coffee turns when we return. Hey, are you ready for a bathroom change? Well, if you go to Rebath and Rebath.com, you've come to the right place. They want to help you. Whether you're doing a quick tub to shower conversion or you need a complete bathroom remodel like we did, they've got you. And they make that experience effortless and fun. They have in-home consultations, high-end products, hundreds of selections for you, fast demos, professional installation. They'll get the job done in five days or less. So there's less stress and less out of schedule. They're in, out, done. There you go. And you have this beautiful bathroom. To enjoy their ne- upcoming show, of course, is the Minneapolis Home and Garden Show. It's March first through the fifth, so they'll take the trucks out there. You can see and meet the team at the Home and Garden Show, which is always really fun. Their showroom is in Apple Valley on Galaxy Avenue. But if you go to Rebath.com, you can sign up to have a designer come to your home. All you need to do: Rebath.com. Lori and Julia here. Jason and Alexis in the morning. We're so happy you're here. I'm Jace. 
with Holly Roberts and filling in for Alexis, my favorite gal pal, Lisa LaCourcier. Good morning. Good morning. Okay, um, this is perfect. Holly's holding uh, a mug. Um, I'm going to assume it's coffee. It could be uh, gin and tonic, but who knows? You know, it's Holly. She, I mean, who knows what it is? Anyway, <laughs> I'm just going to say for the sake of the segment, it's coffee. Um, you never know what's going to pop. You know, what people are going to uh, uh, relate to on the social medias. You know, I mean, sometimes you do. You kind of, oh, okay, this will resonate with people. Well, I posted something yesterday. Just a little something. <laughs> and I thought, okay, I thought this was going to be, and I even said it. I even said the first thing out of my mouth was, um, this is first world problems slash there are far more important things happening in the world. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, social media, that's what it's for usually, just a rant about just goofy stuff. So my husband and I, we love coffee. I talk about it with some frequency. Oh, yeah. And during the weekends, we get a little, uh, we love the boo of the Kara. Mm-hmm. We love the caribou. And uh, I've always loved caribou. I worked at a caribou when I first moved here at Gavaday Commons for about two weeks. And I, <laughs> then a businessman made me cry because he was so mean to me. And I quit. I walked out. Um, anyway. I worked at a caribou, too. That's right. Mm, I didn't know that. So where's my, where's peace and love? I want to say this to caribou. I say this with Ringo Starr. Peace and love. Peace and love. Peace Peace and love. love. Peace and love. That's right. They have a drink called the Iced Crafted Press. I think I've had it. You've had it. You've enjoyed it with me Mm -hmm. at the cabin. Iced Crafted Press with a little milk chocolate. It's basically like an iced mocha, but fewer calories, okay? Uh, I have to say, please work on the recipe a little bit. Because... This is why. It's half foam. It's seven dollars mm-hmm. for a for a big end, seven dollars. And half of it is the foam. And it's of no fault of the employees. It's just the recipe. And I don't know how to correct this. So I posted this because we got it yet again. And Colin's so funny. He goes, I said it a lot yesterday morning. Okay, where do you want to go? He goes, let's go to let's go to the boo. But you know we're gonna be frustrated. <laughs> you know we're gonna be frustrated. I said, Yeah, but it's so damn good. So what happens? We go to the boo. We get it. He's waiting inside. I'm in the car. And he texts me. I'm looking at this and it's half foam. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, God. So he gets in the car. And sure enough, it was half foam. So I made a little video. Again, peace and love. Peace and love. Peace and love. That's right. I love you, boo. I just want you to be better. Please fix this recipe because when I posted this, and I'm not kidding, I had so many DMs of people going, hallelujah. Hmm? They're like, I never thought about complaining about this, but it drives me crazy as well. I must have had at least 20, and that's a lot for a given topic. Um, 20 to 25 DMs on my Insta, on the gram. And so, again, peace and love, Caribou. I love you with all of my heart. Please work on this recipe. Because that's expensive for foam and ice. (laughs) Yeah. Have you poured out the ice just to see how much actual coffee is in it? Lisa, I would do that, but I think it would send Colin into, I I think he would just leap, leap right over the balcony. So I, I, (laughs) I have yet to do that. Maybe I'll do that and take a video. Yes. And have you asked for no foam? Um, No, but Colin has asked like, what up? 
And he's been told by two to three wonderful. Again, I'm not blaming the team members. Um, they have been Colin has been told, well, that's the recipe. Hmm. That's how it's supposed to be mm-hmm. made. Girl, I'm not cheap by any means. Oh my gosh, no. I am not a cheap person, but I do not want to spend $7 on a half a cup of foam. Mm-hmm. What's the name of the drink again? The Iced Crafted Press. The Iced Crafted Press. Is this with the, a little with milk chocolate? Is I this the oat milk cold foam? No. no. No, that is a completely different beverage. Okay. I'm so confused and I'm overwhelmed it's looking right, at Holly, the I'm beverage sorry. menu. Yes, Thank it you. Is, it is Please quite, yes. hold my hand. I'm holding your hand through <laughs> our Zoom. Yes. But, but yeah, $7 for that—that that is a lot. And you yes. have certain expectations about ratios and volumes. And it Thank is. It just like you're like, that's it. That, and I thought phone? it's a small thing, but. I'm speaking for the people. You I'm are. really, I am coffee Norma Ray. You are the voice. Thank you. Of the people. Thank you. Well, not always, but this time I am. Why? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, Julia. Don't ask. But I just wanted to speak for the people because they don't have a radio show mm-hmm. and we do. Yes. So I'm hoping because Caribou is a fabulous company and a great partner. I'm hoping they fix this recipe because mm-hmm. it's $7 for foam. Peace and love. Peace and love. Peace, peace and love. Peace and love. I mean it. Boo of the Kara. And I've heard from I've heard from baristas. I've heard and they're like, yeah, that's it's just so maybe I maybe I need to order it different. I don't know. If you have a trick, let me know and I'll share it with the people. Yes. I'll share it with America. Maybe someone's calling. I know. Calling somebody's right calling. Now. Maybe it's Mr. or Mrs. Caribou. It could maybe be. it's the owner of Caribou. <laughs> oh. She's getting some. She's getting. She is. Holly is listening intently to this phone call. I wonder if it is Mrs. Boo. I think it is. Mr. or Mrs. Boo calling in. I think it is. With with maybe maybe we're going to affect change. (laughs) Holly, was that Mr. or Mrs. Boo? Uh, No, not Mr. or Mrs. Boo, but perhaps uh, one of their representatives just being like, hey, you know, give the Boo hotline a little ringy ding. And then just say, yeah, and just say, Asked to be um, answered within a couple hours, and then maybe you'll be able to talk to some folks. I'll do that. Yeah. Huh. Effect change, Jason. That's right. Effect I mean, change. I got Warner Brothers to keep uploading all of the HD episodes of Dallas, for heaven's sake, to <laughs> Apple. Um, you're still missing several from season 9, 11, and 14, so what? I really need you to get on that, Warner Brothers. Upload those Dallas HD remastered episodes. Thank you. Peace and love. Peace and love. That's right. That's going to do it for us. Uh, if you're a kid listening, go out there and be yourself because nobody can tell you you're doing it wrong and be careful on those roads. Right, Holly? That's right. Put on your crampons and waddle outside today. <laughs> Leave plenty of space between you and the car in front of you, and we'll catch you tomorrow. <laughs>